Thanks again for listening to the Park Hills podcast. If you want other information on our sermon series on Exodus, other sermon series, other podcasts or blogs, go to parkhillschurch.com or the Park Hills Church app. So to conclude our series on Exodus, I thought I would do a quick sort of just recap of the book and what happens in it. And I think the key thing that you need to know about Exodus is really that it's a, it's the beginning of the rest of the Pentateuch, right? If Genesis is the setup story, and if the first 11 chapters are filled with rebellion against God, then chapter 12 opens us up to a brand new person. And this man's name is Abraham and his son, Isaac has a child named Jacob and Jacob's 12 sons. One of them is named Levi. So by the time you open the page to Exodus one, you feel like, you know, the family, you kind of know what they're all about. You find out there's a Levite who marries another Levite and they have a child and this child is named Moses. And they have this child under a really unique circumstances. Israel, the, the nation that God has chosen, is in bondage. And this was prophesied in Genesis that they would live in bondage for over 400 years, but that God would eventually send a deliverer who would fix the problem. And so that's really who Moses is. And so the first 18 chapters is just about the problem, which is slavery, the Redeemer, which is Moses, the various bad people in the plot, whether that's Pharaoh or his magicians slash scientists slash tricksters. Then the plagues or strikes, as we called them, the ultimate redemption of God's people from Egypt, and then the way that he brings them through the wilderness to the place that he wants them to be. And the, the book starts with this introduction of this guy named Moses, who turns out to be not a great guy in his attempt to be a defender of Israel. At one point, he murders someone and runs away from the nation. And so in his running away, he tries to figure out what he's going to do next, ends up in the wilderness. And as he ends up in the wilderness, he is on a mountain and on the mountain, he meets this person, this Yahweh, this figure in a burning bush. And this figure then tells him how he's going to use Moses to free the people that Moses belongs to, the Israelites. And so really this first 18 chapters is all about this problem, these people, what God's going to do to fix the problem through Moses. And then ultimately in chapter 18, bringing them to the spot back at the mountain that Moses met Yahweh. And then that mountain becomes the really the backdrop for the rest of the book. So starting in chapter 19 through 40, we have Sinai. And on Mount Sinai, God first gives the covenant, asking the people to follow him. And they say they're going to, not only that they're going to, but they say, hold us to this account. And then Moses goes up on the mountain to talk to God for 40 days and 40 nights. And in the process of that, the people's testing, they fail. They wander away from God. And then God just miraculously loves them still and gives them a chance to come back to him. And then he gives them the, the blueprint to the tabernacle, 
which a lot of people think is the, the most boring part. But as we talked about, Pastor Mark and myself, it's interesting. There's a lot of interesting things going on with the tabernacle that are worth talking about. And then in chapter 32 through 34, they break the covenant and they're dealt with in a, in a bad way. And then Moses builds the tabernacle, but the very end of the, the book of Exodus in chapter 40, Moses can't actually enter it. So you start asking the question, how is Moses going to enter it? So think back in the beginning of the book. From the, from the first chapter, Israel is in bondage, needing help. And by the end of the chapter, they need help, but they're free. They're, they're free, but they just can't meet with their God. And so really, the, the end of Exodus is, is sort of this fear of who's going to be able to enter, how are they going to be able to enter, and then that enters us into the book of Leviticus, which gives us the, the baseline, the, the law that tells us how people are allowed to approach God. And then the neat thing is in the beginning of Numbers, the next book in the Pentateuch, or the Torah, uh, Moses enters the tabernacle. So you find out that it has been built in the end of Exodus and that he enters it in the beginning of Numbers, and in the middle, you've got Leviticus. But I want you to think about it this way. If Genesis is the introduction to the family, Moses' introduction in Exodus really leads us through the rest of the Pentateuch, right? Moses is born in, in Exodus 1, and then he passes away in Deuteronomy 34. So really, the rest of the Pentateuch, and the majority of the Pentateuch, is about Moses, which is why it's called the Law of Moses. It's not just because Moses gave it to his people, but really because he's the key character, the main character, the, the, the one who receives from God. And so with the exception of Yahweh being the ultimate character of the entire scriptures, Moses is the most important character in the Pentateuch, starting in Exodus through Deuteronomy. But I would say his, his echoes reverberate all the way through the rest of the Old Testament. So Moses is a major character, and Exodus is really the setup for him and why this is so important, right? It gives the understanding of why the Levites become an important family within the Israelites. It gives an understanding of why we call it the law of Moses. It tells us things like Moses is the the one who actually gets to talk to God face to face. There's never been anyone like him. We find out that in the book of Exodus that Moses receives the name of Yahweh. He finds out what this name is. Not only that, but then he uh, approaches Yahweh on a number of occasions and his face begins to shine and glow because of this. So if you look back at the overview of the whole book, the real point of Exodus in the first part is I'm going to draw you out. Chapters 1 through 18 is I'm going to call you out of Egypt. This word Exodus, right, in Greek is to be called out or to be pushed out. So we named the, this study called out, Exodus called out. And the first 18 chapters are just that, God calling the Israelites out of slavery into something better. And then you turn the page to chapter 19 through 40. And the second part of the book is really God calling his people into a very intimate, very personal relationship with him. They cheat, so to speak, on the honeymoon, which is really unfortunate in chapters 32 through 34, which just shows us who Israel really is. It, In some sense, it shows us who humans really are and what we're capable of doing, that even in our best days, we're really not too far away from being our worst. But God calls his people out in the first part and welcomes them into a brand new relationship with him and a brand new understanding of what God's all about. And so Exodus called out and welcomed in. We named it this because we really wanted you to see that God calls us out of, out of our slavery, our, our bad situations, and he welcomes us into something beautiful, something amazing, something revolutionary, a, a deep individual personal relationship with him that has unbelievable 
implications for our lives. Moses will never be the same, and in many ways, you should never be the same if you have a relationship with God. So my hope is that you are called out and welcomed into a relationship with Jesus. If that's not true, we'd love to talk. 